This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We'll have our power rankings coming up. We also got Kyle Draper joining us uh, this hour. Uh, Jason Jones, co-host of J Street Vibes, will be with us um, in the 3 o'clock hour, uh, as well as the Sacramento Kings will take on the Philadelphia 76ers uh, tonight in Philadelphia. Uh, and you noted this on the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks for listening. Wherever you get, of course, uh, wherever you get podcasts from, I'm a subscriber. Uh, what you got to do is you've got to start posting the podcast on Twitter so people know that J Street Vibes is, in fact, back. It's, it's a, a real, real thing. thing. That's right. That's it's right. a real That's thing. Right. Uh, right. It's You're out right. there. Um, it's almost over. The, the, the road trip's halfway over. <laughs> I think you use like a camp analogy or something, which for some reason made me chuckle. But it's like, yeah, you're getting you're getting near the end of this thing. And the the the, the cold piece about this one, you you don't have much time to think about it anymore because I think that's part of the I've heard that's part of the you know the road thing is like, all right, where am I going to eat here? You know, I, I I got my places here. You're trying to you're trying to map so many things out about these different places that you stop and the things that you got to do when you get home. Well, you got a game today. Then you travel to to Toronto. You got a game tomorrow, yeah. and then you you know you hit Detroit. And I swear, because we brought this up yesterday, I think James brought it up. NBA got more excuses for games like last game of the road trip. Man, everybody's <laughs> looking forward to getting home. But what do you also hear? First well, is that back. first game back? Like God, man. <laughs> we got excuses everywhere for why teams lose these games. <laughs> Second night of a back-to-back. Se- oh, there, there's like a there's a there, there's got to be a book somewhere for for. Uh, I need I need that book. Yeah, I, need, I need that. I need that. Uh, last game of the road trip, man. That's tough. Well, first game of the home stand. You know, they, it's always tough. Second night of a back-to-back. Jeez, Almighty. Well, first night of a back-to-back in Denver, man. I don't know. Oh, that trip to Utah is a bitch. Gee, yo. Now, I will say this. Thinking about everything and, like, kind of just putting it all in my head. <laughs> Sunday morning games. <laughs> Altitude game. Oh, uh, what's, what's the one? Uh, you got to you got to get up early, you know, your t- your your body clock your is body clock is I mean, you didn't get to nap, you <laughs> your 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 breakfast is different. <laughs> get to nap. But I'm telling you man, like NBA players are the most regimented all. Oh, good call jumble. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle brings up Kyle brings up that damn the, India trip. The Kings are still suffering that, from the that, trip. It's the only only basketball team in history where a trip in September busted their ass in January. 
That damn broadcast team for four months. Boy, that India trip, man, I don't know. <laughs> Looks like it's really caught these guys. <laughs> the India trip. That's an all-timer. Got the Miami flu. <laughs> Miami flu. Third game in four nights. <laughs> man, you think every team is 2-80 and 80 with all these damn they're, rules. They're, they're four there's, there's, there's a legitimate excuse for a team losing every single night. And, man, you think about that Detroit game. That Detroit game is the last game of the road trip. And it's the third game in four nights. Oh, man. Oh, this stuff is hilarious. It really is. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, man. They um, Second gotta, night of a back-to-back, and you got to go through customs. <laughs> Jeez. Now, I will say this. That, that does seem a little tough. And when I thought about the Toronto thing, bro, but, they're not getting to Toronto until like 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, they got Their customs is sleep. not like the one that oh, you no. and I go through. It's not when I got hung hung up in customs in Jamaica. No, <laughs> when I when I almost didn't make it. <laughs> Damn shame what happened to Kenny. I didn't think I don't know if I was going to be able to go in or go back to America. <laughs> I don't know what they were going to do. Kenny was calling the embassy from Jamaica, <laughs> and I couldn't even use the phone. That almost got me in more trouble. Like, hey, hey, hey! You ain't supposed to use the phone. It's the last time Kenny travels in a D-Lo and KC hoodie, that's for sure. <laughs> we heard I thought that would push me we, right on through. We heard about y'all. We heard about y'all. But, yeah, to your point, no, it's a different customs for sure. Uh, but, yeah, man, 3 a.m., no? Yeah, no, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. That one's That one is tough. I, I guess mean, they're all that way. But that's it, you. You know, the <laughs> league is tough. 82 games is difficult. That's ultimately what it is. Yeah, playing eighty-two facts. games, especially with the way difficult. the league is now. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about the NBA right now. It's stacked. Ah, Steve A. That's a good point. First game in the city, Unis. <laughs> Wasn't that was that game that they was that the first game they lost the other night in, the in those gray unis? uniforms? I can't remember. There's a there's a tracker what they wore. There's, oh yeah, uni tracker. There's a uni tracker. I, I yeah. thought they. I know they were they were undefeated at one point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that. If if that died early, I don't pay like it super have, attention. It might have been. It might have been to the uniform. Might have been the first loss in the. We'll look that joints. up. Yeah, we'll look that up during the commercial break. But uh, it's it's I I think one thing that really stood out when um we talked to Will Z earlier was you know Will Z looking at the pace and the Philadelphia 76ers like to play slow. They're one of the better defensive teams in the league, and to me that just gives me strong Milwaukee vibes. And Milwaukee championship team, I I believe Philadelphia is a championship caliber team, yeah. uh, especially with the way that Joel is playing. They've got yeah. some other things they've got to figure out for sure. But got that type of talent on the roster. Yeah, and I remember how the Milwaukee one ended. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I remember Mike Brown's response at the end. Like if you know, we, we there have been markers this year with the Kings where. You know, you go back to that. You know, first Cleveland game. You, you've got to beat a good team at some point. It's mm-hmm. it's fine to beat the Oklahoma Cities and the Houston's and and maybe even teams that are like on par with you. But you you had a team, particularly at the time, and even still, it was a very good Cleveland team. You've got to beat them. Yeah. Um, winning on the back to back, like there there have been different markers for this team. Well, yo, set the tone against the team who's used to bullying people. You know, get out there, like, especially so close. It's not like the Milwaukee game was four months ago. Yeah. You know, the Milwaukee yeah. game is close enough to 
where that 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 ass chewing I imagine they got from Mike Brown is still fresh. Yeah. Because Mike was frustrated. Mike was not like, "Hey, we lost to a good Milwaukee team." He was like, "We didn't do what we were supposed to do." Right. And, and and that's got to be fresh in their mind heading into a, a, against a team who's probably going to try to do something very very similar. Well, you're coming off a loss too, and yeah, probably your too. worst and, and probably your worst played uh, played game of the season. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons, like like you mentioned, Mike Brown mentioning to them about Milwaukee. That should have them locked in and ready to go. Also, the fact that you just lost the game. That should be in your mind now too. I think if they they got to win one of these two, they don't have to. But you know, I'm looking for them to win one of these two. Um, whether I don't care which one it is, whether it's Philadelphia or Toronto, mm-hmm. so it gives them an opportunity. I'm not looking at the Pistons as food or easy work or anything like that. But you'll have an opportunity to have a three and three road trip if you get one of these two. Most definitely. Obviously, if you lose them both, you don't have an opportunity, like literally. So, yeah. Uh, Gwitty Cube said, I just realized this is basically the pregame show. Yeah, man. Damn right it is, man. We've got you covered. Uh, We'll take you right up pretty close. I think it's a 4.30 start. Uh, But we'll take you up until NBC California takes the air. And we'll talk to uh, Kyle Draper here uh, coming up in about 30 minutes. We'll talk more Kings basketball when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. continues streaming live on the odyssey app wait do you really not know who that is you don't oh, yeah. I, I think bert might have passed away before he even even, even even i know the i know the yeah. name i well i mean i know who bert sugar is bert sugar used to say and it's this is a great quote and it's still relevant today he said boxing's been dying for 80 years <laughs> no. so so was he a commentator or he was an author, I think. I think he was like a, a like sports, a writer. yeah, newspaper writer, and then he wrote. Some but he books. was like the definitive boxing guy for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you being here, wherever you are. If you're just tuning in, man, welcome, uh, Mr. Fun Show. Uh, as always, that you could catch up through the podcast uh, wherever you get podcasts from. Just search Dilo and Casey. You could also catch uh, J Street Vibes there. Uh, Kenny's co-host on J Street Vibes, Jason Jones, will join us uh, in about an hour. And Kyle Draper. 
who is uh, live in Philadelphia. Drapes. Will be joining us in about 30 minutes. Uh, he carved out some time for us. Always appreciate the Dapper Draper. Um, you know what? I know we're going to talk Kings, Philadelphia, all that. You want to do some uh, power rankings right quick? Yeah, 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 for sure. They say this is a big, rich town. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I can't find the button. Remix. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Can I go first? Bright lights, city lights, I gotta make it. Go ahead. Yeah, my power rankings are exactly the same. Ah. Last week's power rankings, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, 49ers. This week's power rankings, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, 49ers. I think we're at that time of year. Where we we know who's who, yeah, right? We know so. who's who, but mine aren't the same. Okay. Oh God, 49ers at number one. No, 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 no. Distant second. No, no, no. Last week I had the 49ers at number five. Mm-hmm. I've since put the Bills at number five. Okay. They were four last week. I got the Bills at five. What the Bills do to you? They just haven't looked that impressive lately. I, I thought that was more about New York. The, the Jets are a solid, solid team. They're a good defense too. They got a good defense. Bob Salah doing a good job there. Um, but still, the Bills are at five. I got the 49ers at four. Mm-hmm. I still got the Chiefs at three. Last week I got the Eagles at two. The Cowboys at one. Let's flip that real quick. Okay. Let's flip that. Cowboys at two. Eagles at one. That's my top five. Eagles right. one, Cowboys two, Chiefs three, 49ers four, <laughs> Bills five. Kenny is dying right before our eyes, man. My, your boys had a rough, a, 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 a rough twenty four hours. Uh, and, and 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 we'll mention this one. Uh, no Bengals. Uh, Ramsey asked, not for me, man. If you remember before the show, I didn't buy the Bengals. There there are teams that have changed my mind so far this year. The Bengals aren't one of them. Like I just I can't. I don't think the Bengals are better than any of those teams. Now, I think the Bengals just beat the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Give them that. Mm-hmm. I still don't think the Bengals are better than the Bengals Chiefs. are right there for me. They're right there. Yeah, they're probably Team Six. Yeah, they're right there. Um, and they they can be serious in the playoffs. They're, they're I, I like the Bengals a little more than you. That's a that's a really good team, really dangerous team, especially now they got Jamar Chase back. See, I think they they're are good. To feel good. I think they are good. I don't think they're dangerous. That's that's mm-hmm. where that's where that's like I thought the Eagles were good. I didn't think they were dangerous. I think I was very wrong about that. And I think the Eagles are dangerous. Um, Brian Cruz says the Cowboys look suspect. I don't think they do. I think that was just a football game. The Cowboys are all they're going to look suspect at some point, but they're analyzed a little more than every other team is. Twenty teams uh, have games like the Cowboys had uh, against the Texans against lower quality opponents. I don't think it's that big of a deal because they won. If mm-hmm. they had lost, if they had tied, yeah, that's a problem. They didn't. If they, they had tied, I'd, I'd be disgusted. No. We got to stop with this tie business. NFC loves their ties. We, we got to stop with this. Right now, how things would shape out in the AFC, the Bills get the bye. Chiefs versus Patriots. Ravens versus Dolphins. Texan Titans, excuse me, versus Bengals. So that would mean – that would mean bank. This is what I was looking for: Bengals, Bills, potentially in the divisional round. I think the Bengals can get them. Yeah, I won't argue that. 
because I don't know that I love the Bills either. Yeah, well, that's what makes them a dangerous team, though. Yeah, they can okay. get the Bills, and then they, for whatever reason, got the Chiefs number. Yes, they own. Yeah, like Sac State does Denver, <laughs> just owns them, gets the job done. Right. Um, Coach David Patrick will be with us tomorrow. By the way, the Patriots yeah, finding we'll their way into the into the play. The whole AFC East is in the playoffs, just like the NFC East. Oh, is that right? I don't think. Oh, the the, the Jets are last, right? Oh, the Jets aren't in. I take that back. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, they're they're in a tie with the Patriots and the Chargers. Okay, so who's 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 the last team in? The Patriots. Oh, it is the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Bob Sala got them boys playing dangerous. They do that once they get a once they get a quarterback, and I think they got some draft picks coming up. Like I think they got. Think, well, I don't know how where this one's going to be, but I think they got another one from Seattle this year. Yeah, go take which another quarterback, matter, I guess. Which doesn't matter for Seattle because they got Denver's. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Hey, they, I, uh, they, oh, they swindled the Broncos. I uh, Okay, let's, let's talk about that just for a second. You trashed Russell Wilson before the season started. I just said what it was. No, no, hold on a second. There, you, even you didn't think it was this. No, 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 no. No, I didn't see this coming. I, I just said I, he's not as not what he was. I didn't think he's been garbage this year. He, I didn't think he was garbage. I just thought hey, he's not what he what he's what he is. And there's something weird going on. Maybe it's Nathaniel Hackett. I don't think Wilson plays like this next year. Like I think he'll he'll be better next. year. I don't year. either. Yeah, I don't think he does either. But. I'm not making any more proclamations on Russell Wilson. I did um you had mentioned the the Skip and Shannon clip mm-hmm. to me. I sought that out and in the process uh found Shannon talking about the Broncos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he went in on him? Well, no, he didn't. He was heartbroken. He was like, wow. "I can't believe this is what this team looks like." That's an embarrassingly bad team. Mm. And there's just no excuse for it. No. Nathaniel Hacken isn't an excuse for the team to be this bad. No. No, I don't. I don't. Their talent does not mirror the way that they've played. Not just their record, but their actual play is awful. I don't know what it is with them. And, and to be honest with you, it's one of those things that you got to be careful with in football. I remember this happened with the Raiders a couple years ago. And they, the year they went to the playoffs, they won, not last year, the year when Derek Carr broke his leg. Um, they won every close game, every single close game. Mm-hmm. I remember the season started with, uh, who was the coach? Somebody will have it in the chat. But, oh, jeez, oh, it's Jack Del Rio. They, um, First week of the season, they went for two down. I remember, one yeah, to win. I remember, and they won a gang of games. What like did they that call? Year. What did they? Uh, they he uh, blackjack Jack or something like that. Well, I was thinking of Riverboat Ron. Right. Which I don't know who gave him that name, but <laughs> I, I think he gave it to himself. Jack Del Rio had a nickname, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I can't. I remember he had one too. I can't remember what it was. Something to do with cards or like wild card or something like that. But they won all these close Good games. Good thing there's right? no playoff games on January 6th. No, <laughs> never mind. He wouldn't be able to make it. The guy, got, 
We got prior engagements, Raiders. Sorry, can't make it. Can't be there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they they won all these close games. The next year, they had a horrible year because all those games that went their way last year, it it was almost the exact opposite. And I look at Denver. Denver's had a lot of one score close games that they lose in the fourth quarter. And I'm just saying it right now. What if Denver is the opposite next year? Like, cause they, they haven't gotten blown out. I think at all this year. Yeah. Like all their losses, they lost to KC by six, lost to the Ravens by one. They lost to uh, Carolina by 13. They lost to the Raiders by six. They lost to the Titans by seven. Six for the Jets, three for the Chargers, three for the Colts, mm. nine for the Raiders the first time, one by the Seahawks. They've lost all close games. So what if next year, I'm just I'm so I'm saying it right now for next year. What if next year they have a big turnaround? It doesn't even have to be that big. <laughs> <laughs> Score eighteen points. Um <laughs> Score eighteen what points. What was oh man, I, I don't know what it looks like because they put up some points this weekend. But at least leading into the week, they were the the Broncos were on pace to scoring less points on the season than the zero and sixteen that oh, Cleveland no. Browns were. Oh my gosh! Wow! Oh man! I believe it. Turn that up. Uh, Jason Anderson of the Sacramento Bee is reporting, according to a league source, Sacramento point guard De'Aaron Fox hey, will return uh, versus the Philadelphia there. 76ers. <laughs> Again, Jason Anderson, who I believe is in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. says that uh, De'Aaron Fox is back um, tonight versus the Philadelphia 76ers. He's missed the last two games. Due to right foot soreness, uh, the latest injury report should come out uh, in about 30 seconds, which should give us the, not saying Jason's not official confirmation, but official league confirmation uh, that De'Aaron Fox uh, is in fact back tonight. I love to hear that. They need him. They need him for these two games. I mean, they need him for all the games, but they they need, you're going up against um, Philly, you're going up against Toronto, back-to-back, Second game through customs. <laughs> you, you need you need your mans in them. You absolutely need need your guy in De'Aaron Fox. I love that's how we dub that second game uh, uh, through customs. I'm with that. You, you need him, man. So yeah, that's that's big. That's big time. Yeah, I mean, I, we we've <laughs> unfair to him. I'm gonna be watching Malik Monk really closely. Mm. Like if if I I'm I'm really. I take that back. I'm gonna put that put that on Malik Monk. I'm gonna be watching the second unit with De'Aaron Fox a little bit more closer because that second unit has really struggled uh, over the course of the past couple of games without De'Aaron Fox. And you know the domino effect of losing a single player, like I get, but it seemed to have had a major effect on that second unit uh, just as much as it did the starting unit. I agree. I agree. You're also getting. I'm trying to think. Was the last time Terrence played the Indiana game before, you know, he came back against the Knicks? I'm trying to think. I think I could pull that up. Because uh, I feel like he was he had been out for a little while, too. He had missed at least two. He might have mm-hmm. missed three. Because they played Indiana. He played the Clippers game. I don't think he played the Bulls game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So so, have, so it was at three? Yeah, so he missed Bulls, Bucks, Cavs. And, you know, that was De- – De'Aaron was ailing a little bit in mm-hmm. those games as well. So hopefully – I say all that to say, hopefully you're kind of getting – kind of getting back to full strength a little bit for the first time in, in a week or so? Yeah, and this is a good question from Adam Ells. What version of De'Aaron Fox do you think we'll get tonight? And is it the version where his foot was bothering him, or is it the guy who's gotten uh, four or five days of rest now uh, and maybe – you know, feels feels a little better than he did. You know, uh, about a work week ago. I'm thinking we're getting getting De'Aaron with a little bounce. Okay. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be 100, percent but he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna well, feel better um, than he did before he left. And interestingly enough, this is gonna be a team that's going to not let him get out in front. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. want to slow him down. Like it, that's gonna be priority number one, I think, for the Philadelphia 76ers, especially when you go back to the things. Will Z was talking about is there are they the 76ers are a bad uh, transition defense team uh, and they like to slow the game down Mm -hmm. Uh, Fox has the ability to make life hell for them in those two regards just by his presence yeah for sure for sure so yeah yeah I I think um, all those things considering and just him having a little rest I think you're getting Fox with a little bounce tonight like I said maybe not 100 percent but 80, 90% Fox. Well, I just hope he's better than he was. I think he definitely will be better than he was. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole point of of sitting, right? And mm-hmm. I, you know, we, not something we need to worry about now. I'm curious, is the approach he's going to play both of these games? Mm, that's interesting. That's a good question. Um, again, he's it's, he's not, not to, he's not injured. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's having like discomfort, like the, the two different things. So, uh, I'm if, curious if the approach is, you know, if the, to play both, like he's 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 yeah. good to go moving forward, or you know, let's get this one out the let's let's see what you look like tomorrow. If the if the approach, I don't know, maybe this is too simplistic or this isn't the right way. But if the approach was, then we're going to be, you know, we're going to play him tonight and be cautious with tomorrow, then I wouldn't even bring him back tonight. Sure, you know, if he's if he's ready to play tonight, I'm expecting him. If I'm the organization, or you know, if I'm the to to be back, back, you know, unless there's a setback. But the way he feels right now, if they got him ready to play, he's gonna be ready to play for the rest of this trip. Uh, the injury report still has De'Aaron listed as questionable, but uh, Jason Anderson did report that De'Aaron Fox will be back uh, tonight. Um, man, that opens things up a lot for this team. Uh, Alex Lynn is out, by the way, with uh, non-COVID. Uh, related illness. Uh, there's been a lot of that going around. Uh, What's it, RSV? I hope not. Thing going on. I hope not. That's the 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 respiratory thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not, I hope not either. I'm just saying that's been going around heavy. That's why I'm just going to stay at home. <laughs> that's why I'm going to stay at home. All right, official report from the Sacramento Kings is that De'Aaron Fox is available. Let's go. Uh, so that's Let's directly go. from... The Kings communication team as they gear up for the Philadelphia 76ers tonight uh, in Philadelphia. We'll be with you uh, for the next 90 minutes right up until television pregame hits. And we got Kyle Draper uh, getting ready to join us here in about 15 minutes. And then Kenny's co-host on uh, the J Street Vibes podcast, of course, of The Athletic as well. Uh, Jason Jones will be with us uh, in the final hour of the show. 
Lots of trade discussion today um, with the Pistons announcing Cade Cunningham is out for the season, and perhaps uh, they're ready to move on from a few other pieces. Not necessarily moved by New Orleans Noel, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I guess it's a. I, I ultimately think they're going to cut New Orleans Noel again. He's only played six games uh, mm-hmm. this year. I don't know what Portland is willing to give up for him or Miami or Sacramento or those other teams that were listed there uh, in the athletic would, report. Would you be willing to give up anything for a neuron? What if, like, Detroit was – and it's real. They're not just playing. You're like, hey, Portland, Portland's in. Like, we got a deal that we can make. Would you give up a second-rounder? Second I think somebody said they – round pick. So I think somebody said they have four second-rounders. I'd give up. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with giving up a second round pick. I like Alex Lynn. I'd be fine trading Alex Lynn too. Like yeah. Alex Lynn doesn't really play. Like if if you if if there's something, I. But like, what is it? Like, what what is it about? Like, why? Yeah, I, well, a lot of people. Is it the unknown? It, a lot of people look at it as as, as rim protection. And, and all but when that. does he get on the floor? I don't know. Like, is he legitimately the backup center behind Demontis Sabonis? I don't. I mean, that's that's the only thing that would make sense for, you know, expecting anything out of him. But like I said earlier, I like Matt too. I like the way he's played. I like what he brings to the table. And aside from going up against Nurkic, JoJo, and Jokic, yeah. it's not really going to hurt you that much to have Matt too as your backup center. Yeah, no, I don't think we've seen anything this year that's. This should give the Kings that idea if or it, that 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 feeling. If it's for if it's for a second rounder, I'd do it, and he might not play. I'd mm-hmm. I'd go in that with that understanding that I'd have him just just to have him in the fold, you know. So maybe you know if if we need him injuries or something like that, we could use him, but he might not play. Yeah, perhaps you know something they'll monitor closely too is if it is Portland because Portland's a team that they're clearly true. Uh, competing with, I think Dallas was another team mentioned in there. Portland won again last night. Did they beat Minnesota? Beat them good too. No oh, man, I think they won both games against Minnesota. They had a little two game set. Yeah, Portland fifteen and twelve right now. Minnesota thirteen and fourteen. Mm. <sighs> I really am anxious to see how this Minnesota season plays out. Mm. Really, really anxious. More specifically, I'm anxious to see how Minnesota's covered. Minnesota got a they got Minnesota escaped a lot of heat because of Jimmy Butler. And I'm I I, I keep having this like and, and maybe it's because of the John Hollingers and those guys who who in the in the in the little barista and and, <laughs> and, 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 and coffee boy who write about the Kings and or talk about the Kings. And I had this thought as I was, you know, thinking about this team and this game tonight and what if they do make the playoffs like the playoffs the six like what if they're a six seed and you're mm-hmm. they're they're fifth right now mm-hmm. the, the season could shake out percentage wise exactly like it looks right now the king's record isn't stellar at the fifth seed it's the it's the the shape up of the conference mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I, and all i kept thinking about was was not the not the you know excitement of making the playoffs, not you know the, 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 that first moment at the Golden Ones. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking about how this is going to be covered, mm. and the thought of well, it's 
because this is what I envisioned from the Hollingers and the Little Baristas. Oh, it's it's the Kings. So like you know we'll 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 have to see. We don't know that this is maintainable. Like it would be the most Kings thing for them to snap the playoff streak and then start a new one. Like I just ultimately started envisioning all of these scenarios with these reporters that were trashing the Kings for something that hasn't happened yet, right. for something that's months away. <laughs> From potentially happening, I just was thinking about the way that the Kings are covered now, mm. and I was thinking about Minnesota. Minnesota escaped so much heat because Jimmy Butler got them to the playoffs mm-hmm. once, and then they didn't go back for several years with a talented enough roster, and it felt like, eh. it's whatever. Yeah, right. and I want in in you know, this Rudy Gobert thing might be what. You know that that might change the tone of yeah. this a little bit because of <laughs> Rudy Gobert's perception. Well, that and, and what it cost you. Yeah, it was the worst trade I've ever seen. It was the worst trade ever. <sighs> I still get why they did it. If you thought that was, if you thought that was what was going to take you to the next level. But the question I is, feel like you were wrong. Well, yeah, but yeah, the question is, how could you think that was going to take know, you to the man. next level? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How could you possibly think that? I feel like they're focused on the wrong things. Mm. I feel like that Minnesota team is focused on the wrong things. Um, and they love that Chris Finch dude, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I love Chris Finch. But to your original question, I mean, I think there will be a certain level of snark from the people that you mentioned. Um, because they just haters. But I think for the most part, though, it'll be it'll be mentioned in a in a positive way. Like I thought, this seven game streak, aside from like you know the, the clown shows that you just talked about, mm-hmm. everybody was like pretty like yo, this is cool and the beam and like they were having fun with that. I I think the majority of people will cover this team and if they break the streak, break into the streak in a positive way. It was the story of the league for a while. Yeah, the beam is hot. Yeah. And that's why that's why you hope that, that any any streaks, I guess, they're not too long in terms of down down mm-hmm. periods. Because I think the the I think the beam stays hot. I think the Kings stay in the conversation as long as you drop one, you drop two, then you go win two or win one and the beam gets lit or you have like some sort of uh, atmosphere at the Golden One Center. I know there's an ESPN game. I think that's a, a, a ways down the road. But you have, you know, you have those things that keep them in the conversation without falling too far back. Yeah. Like it keeps it. it the beam stays on Twitter. On NBA nights, like as yeah. long as that happens, yeah. I think the Kings will remain in the conversation. I was looking the at the, I was looking at the schedule um, last night, and Kings they finish up the six game road trip, and then they they come home and this it, we'll talk about it a lot more, particularly after the road trip is done. But that the stretch that comes up after that is going to make or break their season, in my opinion. Okay. They got something like 15 to 20 at home or something mm. like that. And that has to, that has to be a really I don't want to say dominating, but it's you you've got to 
establish yourself. That's where you're going to kind of set the groundwork for you for the rest of the season. Kyle Draper joins us next Drapes. from Philadelphia here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. Yo, 96-97 Stone Cold was so untouchable. Man, it's he was so good. Truth. Like the original, original version of Stone Cold was I, so good. I'm not going to lie to you, Damien. That he may be the best on the better than the rock best on the mic of all time. So I'll never admit this publicly. <laughs> it's just me and you, but the, in the chatty house, <laughs> but the, the rocks promos age really they, bad. They're, they're so cheesy. They're not good. They're so And, and ironically, what is your name? Like, <laughs> like why did we pop for that? Like it was <laughs> ironically the ones that, they still – he's not as polished at this time, but I think they're better, is Nation Rock. Oh, Nation, Nation Rock. Nation Rock was great. That, that's like country. That's the country <laughs> version of rock. Die, Rocky, die. <laughs> it's the gratitude I get from you pieces of crap. <laughs> Nation Rock was – that still lives, but once he became a face, eh. But the pops were crazy. Yeah, the pops But I still have to say Stone Cold, his, his still – Go hard. He shut I was, up. I was, <laughs> I was watching. I I was desperate to find something on the WWE Network to. We we got to get. Is, is Drapes ready? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we we, we bad, Drapes. We got to bring in our man. We got to bring in our man Kyle Draper, Draper live from Philadelphia. Drapes, what's happening, baby? Hey, uh, Drapes. Yo, what's up? What's up, yeah, fellas? Man, I, Drapes, what's good? Yeah, hey, man, I'm back here in Philadelphia, my hometown, chopping it up with it. It's like a family reunion out here. Oh, man, oh. I didn't know you was from Philly. Yeah, yeah, that's the hometown, bro. Okay. Mom and dad coming to the game. Got nice. a couple cousins coming. Come on now. Oh, and you made time, time out man, here, baby. Man, you made time for us, man. We we, we appreciate you, Drapes. Like, I know Drapes. Right, I know, you know I know Drapes is fitted today. Oh, for you sure. got the whole family for there. Sure. I, I know Drapes is Drapes fitted looking today. looking smooth, man. I can't wait to turn on the TV, see what Drapes got on, man. <laughs> you know it's a big game, baby. You know that? I got a little something-something. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. got my grown man outfit on today, though. Huh? As I'm you on should. my grown man outfit. As you should. I know I'll be. I oh, got he, got, he got the hard bottoms on today. He didn't break out the tennis shoes. <laughs> exactly. He got the hard bottoms on today. He don't want mama to know he wearing tennis shoes with the, <laughs> with the suit. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, Drapes, we found out De'Aaron Fox is back. How much, how big of an impact do you think that that has uh, on this team just knowing that uh, De'Aaron is out there for one of their tougher matchups so far this season? Oh, man, I, I think it means everything. We saw it the other day against the New York Knicks. You know, at times in this league, you need that dude. You need that dude that can go out there and win a game single-handedly, go out there and get you buckets. And De'Aaron Fox is that guy for us. And, you know, when, when things break down offensively like they did the other day against the Knicks, Fox is the one guy you could put it in his hands and tell him to go get one. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something we've missed uh, the last couple of games. And so then it slides Davion back to his, uh, you know, six-man role, his bench role, 
and, and he's a change of pace guy. And so, you know, having a guy like Fox back, I, I just think it means everything, man. You know, Damian brought up a good point yesterday when he talked about how uh, the bench has kind of been struggling a little bit with De'Aaron either not at 100% or not out there for those last couple of games. And he talked about how Fox kind of plays with that bench a little bit. He plays with Monk. He plays with Terrence Davis. And Fox not being there seems to have kind of affected their games as well. Do you see the same thing where, you know, now they can get back into a rotation that they had before he went out and it could help those bench guys as well as the starters? Yeah, I think so because, you know, when Fox is out, you're asking your bench guys to do more. And so, you know, let's talk about Malik Monk. You know, we've talked so much about his playmaking uh, this season. Now with Fox out, you're asking him to do it even more. Now he moves up on the scouting report. And so I just think everything sort of, you know, falls back into its natural place uh, when a guy like De'Aaron Fox is back. You know, Davion can focus on being, you know, the best on-ball defender on the team, creating havoc, getting deflections, doesn't have to focus as much on running the team. And that goes the same thing for Malik Monk and Kevin Herter and everybody else. And so I do see that a little bit. And I do feel like Fox has been that stabilizing, stabilizing force you know, throughout the, this season for this team. How many times have we seen De'Aaron Fox, you know, whether it's three or four possessions in a row, just take over? And that's something that they haven't had these last couple of games. Drapes, Joel Embiid is having a, a, a phenomenal season. Uh, and when we hang up this phone, Mike Brown is going to come over to you and say, Drapes, what do we do to slow this guy down? <laughs> what do you tell him? Well, I asked him about that just a few minutes ago. But if he came back again, I would say, and I've seen Joel play a lot, obviously, all those battles he's had with the Celtics over the years. Yeah. And one thing that the Celtics uh, used to always do against him is run a hard double at him, especially when he puts it on the floor, mm. you know. And so you can't, you can't double Joel weekly. You know, you got to come physical, high hand, really make him uncomfortable, try to frustrate him. But, man, he is playing the best ball of his career. And, you know, we're an undersized team. We don't have, you know, that big that can just shut him down. And so, you know, one of the things Domas is going to have to be taken to him equally on the other end as well, make him work uh, defensively on the other end. But Joel is at the point now, he, he's sort of like a Giannis or a Luca, you know, one of those guys where – 25 is a bad night for him. So you just hope you can hold him to 25, 28. Don't let him go off at 35, 40 against you. Right. It's blindfolding a cigarette when you talk about trying to guard Joel Embiid with the way he's playing right now. One of the guys that we hope is like that at some point and seems to be getting his groove back a little bit is the rookie Keegan Murray, man. He's stringed together a, a lot of good games in the last week or so, seems to be getting more and more comfortable. What are you seeing from Keegan that has him back in a familiar place of, you know, being able to be productive out there on the floor? No, I just think he's making shots, you know, because when you look at Keegan, when he was going through his struggles, it's hard to read him, obviously, his face and his body and those expressions. I just think he was off. He was missing shots. And Mm -hmm. now he's starting to hit shots. And then once you hit, there's a few you guys know from basketball, once you see that ball go in once or twice, uh, it it, it feels like the ocean. You're throwing it into the ocean. Mm -hmm. I want to give dude some love defensively. Did you see him the other day against the Knicks? I mean, Mm -hmm. he took a charge. And then two plays later, he had that verticality play 
against uh, Brunson. I just think this dude is, is much better defensively than people are talking about. I don't know if he's an on-ball stopper, but I think his defensive positioning has been incredible, especially for a rookie. That's a good call. Did you talk to Mike at all about that Knicks game? Well, I was in shoot-around today. I didn't get to talk because I wasn't in New York uh, for that game. You know, I, Mark was out there, so I was in our studio back in Cali. But I was at shoot-around today, and they went through a whole bunch of film. This, this was yesterday, as a matter of fact. They went through a whole bunch of film about the breakdown defensively in that Knicks game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I just – I really believe in this group and Mike Brown, the, the coaching staff, and the players in general as well, as I think they're going to come out – and play well tonight because of that game they had against the Knicks. They, this team seems to have a lot of pride in what they put out there on the floor. And I don't think it sits well with them the way they just weren't able to turn it on or make shots or get stops in that Knicks game. And I think they're going to come out ready to play tonight. Yeah, I think so too. And that's something I said on the post-game show the other day. I said, dude, if you're not in that locker room pissed off after the way you played against the New York Knicks, Madison Square Garden, coming off a great win against Cleveland. You know, so I think tonight's game will show us something. You know, I know it's a long road trip. I know everybody's ready to get home, but you're still out here for business, right? You're still out here, and you have to take care of business. And, you know, this Sixers team is shorthanded. No D'Anthony Melton, no Tyrese Maxey. You should have the advantage in the backcourt, even with uh, James Harden out there. And so – I think, you know, these are one of those litmus test games, statement kind of games where you, you, you show us what you're made of. You know, if, if I'm the Kings, I'm, I've been chewing on glass the last 48 <laughs> hours or so, pissed off, ready to get back on the floor. And so we'll see that tonight. I just thought about something, Damien. I don't think we've gotten disgusted drapes all year this year. We had disgusted drapes <laughs> oh. about 20 times last oh, year. Where drapes was, he was beside himself. <laughs> Drapes is only Drapes is only disgusted when he can't get Kenny Thomas to answer a yes or no question. <laughs> Dog, so you talking every show then? I, I saw Kenny, man. I say. I'd be like, dude, man, but that's my guy. But Drake man, said, like, you don't go to the bro. barber shop and say, give me whatever. <laughs> I'm like, dude, take a stand for what? That's my guy, man. But Kenny's a good guy. He's worried about offending the best. I'm like, man, hey, call a spade a spade. And, yeah. and I was a little frustrated after that Knicks game. Because with Julius Randle out, you only outscored them. I think it was Mm. 29-27 after Randle got ejected. Come on now. you you Mm. got to take advantage of that. Brunson goes out with an injury, and you don't take advantage of that. And so as a player, that should bother you. That should piss you off. Well, I don't want to see disgusted Drake for at least a month and a half. (laughs) That's facts. Right. right. Hey, man, these these dudes have built up some goodwill. You know what I mean? So hopefully we don't see disgusted Drake this week. Have a have a great call tonight, uh, Drapes, and enjoy the family, man. Thanks for carving out a few minutes for us. Hey, hey Drapes, no hey Drapes, man, Yo. don't uh, you you coming back to uh, to sack with the Philly beard? You gonna have the Philly beard when you come back? <laughs> in my white t shirt? Come on, you know that, bro? <laughs> you know? Drapes, come back looking Philly like Black Thought out here. <laughs> hey, I'm Philly till I die, man. No doubt about it. No That's doubt, man. Have up. a great call, man. All right, boys. Thanks, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.